0: Maternal health is the health of women during pregnancy, childbirth, and the postpartum period. It encompasses the healthcare dimensions of family planning, preconception, prenatal, and postnatal care in order to ensure a positive and fulfilling experience, in most cases, and reduce maternal morbidity and mortality, obviously in other cases. I am Ontatile Mudise gathering moms from all walks of life to educate and execute healthy measures in your daily life. Don't forget, a healthy mom equals a healthy baby, and a healthy baby equals a healthy lifestyle. Welcome to my podcast, My Journey Becoming Mama Mogul, on Anchor FM. You did not I did. You didn't get So this week's episode, we will be discussing depression and anxiety during the lockdown. Um, I know it's, it's it's very, very tough lately, you know, having to live with with boundaries, you know, having to live with restrictions, not being able to do this, not being able to do that. You know, it's very, very frustrating, especially since we've never had something so serious in our country before. you know on some of us it's actually taking a toll you know what i'm saying like some of us do need that fresh air to be able to breathe and think properly so how do you do that when you are constantly cooped up in the yard not being able to take a walk not being able to go to the library and read a book or just going out and hanging out with friends it's really really not easy but we we need to be able to manage this. We need to be able to to live with what's happening right now and make it work. So on today's episode, I will be having I will be <laughs> having Mahalia Mulema. She is a life coach and she is a psychologist. She's very very awesome. For the past two weeks, ever since I've spoken to her, she's she's a very very lovely girl, and I love the fact that she prioritizes mental health. When it comes to us women as well, you know, we need each other's support in order for us to know that you have that person that's there for you every time you're in a dark space, you are able to talk about it, you know, and I'm sure you guys have seen uh, flyers on my page or on my WhatsApp about what she does in general and the fact that she also does free coaching lessons online and which i think is really really dope it's life lessons whereby she coaches you to set your goals she she does really she does a lot of change experience especially for self-awareness self-boost and self-growth so i'm going to start off with her letting us in on anxiety letting us in on depression letting us in on the do's and the don'ts when it comes to dealing with anxiety and depression during this lockdown i hope the tips that she sent and she is and everything that she's speaking about we can all be able to relate and try to work through our life with these things that she's telling us to do sorry guys i'm i'm cooking right now i'm cooking dinner so i had to multitask <laughs> So yes, I will be playing her voice note in a bit and then you guys can just, just if you guys are suffering, suffering for something like this, you guys can reach out. You can reach out to myself, you can reach out to Mahalia. I will send through or I will post every social page she has, her contact details as well so you can be able to get through to her and see how she can help you on a daily basis. I think it's really, really cool because some of us actually do struggle to structure our lives in a certain way, you know, via time management, you know, mentally, physically and emotionally. It's not easy, but we do have to try. So here's Mahalia Ignite Coaching.
1: everyone thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the podcast um let me start off by introducing myself my name is Mahalia Molema and i am a certified executive coach and i am the founder of Mahalia Ignite Coaching um essentially today, has been advertising um this Podcast that we'll be doing on the topic of anxiety and depression today. Um, Before I do start, let me take time to thank Ontadile for the platform. Thank you so much for inviting me to be part of the podcast, to be able to engage with the mothers and everyone who is um, listening to, po- to the podcast. Um, for me, the important thing today is to be able to educate around um, mental health, specifically anxiety and depression. Um, before I start off, I think that what's important is to be able to engage um, all mothers and be able to remind you guys that you're doing a wonderful job. Um, being a mother is an amazing experience which then does come with um, different challenges. So I applaud you, I bow down to you ladies um, for doing an amazing job. Um, affirmation is always important. So yes, um, my aim today is to be able to help you guys understand what anxiety and depression is, what the symptoms are, the causes of um anxiety and depression. Last but not least, to be able to provide you with um self help tips um so that you know how to manage it even if you are at home. So without further ado, let me start on with the session. Um, so what is depression? In simple term, um, depression is a mood disorder. What's important, um, understanding it, is that it affects the way we feel and the way we think. It's important to acknowledge that without treatment, one can um, go for weeks or months with, or even years, without even realizing that they are experiencing symptoms of depression. I like to start off my talks with making, um, with understanding that depression. When we label it, we say that we're experiencing symptoms of depression rather than saying that I'm depressed. Because I know most of us, when we are experiencing overwhelming feelings, we often say that, oh my gosh, I'm depressed. Oh my gosh, I can't do this, whatever. But labeling ourselves that we are depressed makes us feel more vulnerable to um exposing ourselves to the actual depression. So it's important that we always say that I'm experiencing symptoms of depression rather than saying that I am depressed. Moving forward, um what symptoms can mothers identify uh, within themselves if they are experiencing the depression symptoms? Um Firstly, it's important for us to understand that you need to experience five or more symptoms of depression before we can actually diagnose a person um, with depression. It's important, right? Um, The following symptoms are withdrawing from others, losing interest in activities that you used to enjoy, feeling of sadness, hopelessness, and helplessness. In this regard, I always say that Hope is what makes the world go around. I know often people say love makes the world go around, but hope is essentially what makes us go around. Hope is that one thing that makes us get out of bed, even if we may not have a reason to get out of bed, but we essentially have that 1% of hope. I think that's what's important. And sometimes or oftenly, we don't recognize that we experience this hope within ourselves to get out of bed. So sometimes when you're experiencing symptoms of depression, you might experience hopelessness or even helplessness. You may also lose lack of energy because you just don't want to get out of bed. Trouble concentrating or sometimes we can often use substances such as alcohol or even drugs to numb the feelings of depression. We may experience weight gain or loss of um. Uh, weight essentially because our eating patterns essentially change we can also experience sleeping patterns more or loss so essentially your sleeping patterns change um in essence by either you sleep more or less because on an emotional level it affects how you feel like i said or how you think so wanting to sleep is something that would do so these are the symptoms that we essentially a mother rather can experience um, during the depression symptoms phase. Sometimes you might not obviously experience all these symptoms um, in sequence, but intimately so. Like I said, that you have to experience the symptoms of depression over a period of one month or more. And sometimes we might not even recognize that you're experiencing these symptoms until such a point in time where we do feel overwhelmed Or we don't even recognize until a friend says that you actually have been experiencing these symptoms. Are you okay? But today it's important that we acknowledge these um, symptoms within ourselves. So moving forward, let's look at what causes the depression symptoms. Um, I will identify three and then I'll explain them um, as I go. One, the causes is genetics. Two, chemical imbalances. Three, social environmental factors one genetics would be either a family member has been exposed to the symptoms of depression either could be your great great parents or great um grandparents rather or your mother without even acknowledging i know in the african culture um depression is not a term we often use we could essentially say or um but oftenly, um, these are the terms that we use. But when we're experiencing these symptoms of our nerves feeling heavy or overwhelmed or stress, that's when essentially could be an alerting sign to one of the symptoms, depression we're experiencing. Two, chemical imbalances. So essentially, we have hormones which are called serotonin, um, serotonin. Let me focus on the serotonin. The serotonin is the, one of the hormones that um, is our happy hormone. So essentially, when you are listening to music, or when you're having that pleasurable ice cream as a mom, or you're spending time with your child, these hormones arise. Oftenly, when someone has depression symptoms, these hormones are at its lowest peak. So in, um, essentially, what I'm saying is, you don't find pleasure in the activities you do. So remember the symptoms I mentioned, feelings of hopelessness or lack of energy, the chemical imbalances of serotonin then would decrease. Thirdly, when you look at social environmental factors, we're looking at family problems, financial issues, health issues. We're looking at um, romantic relationship or marriages or the transition of being a mother. So sometimes all these pressures can just essentially overwhelm us um, in making us not to be able to cope with our day-to-day activities or our day-to-day functions. So, for example, financial issues due to the lockdown, a lot of issues are happening, uncertainty, and this could then create the depression symptoms or trigger the depression symptoms. Health issues, because you may start experiencing anxiety issues, um, then would lead to depression symptoms so it's important to be aware of these emotions or you could essentially be having romantic relationship issues especially after having given birth you and the father of the child might be experiencing challenges in understanding coping rather with these um, transition in both your lives and it may cause a bit of stress So it's important as mothers, just to be aware of this in the transition of uh, motherhood in your relationships, or essentially just being a mother, having to cope with the transition, sleeping patterns may change, having to hear the baby cry, the responsibility becomes a lot or too much for one to cope with. So these are, in a nutshell, the three causes of depression. Genetics, chemical imbalances, last but not least, social environmental factors. So how do we then get treatment? Treatment, you can essentially get it at a general practitioner or you can go to a psychiatrist, depending. But oftenly, these two can do an assessment to check how severe your depression symptoms are and they would potentially put you on medication. But you don't have to stress. I would always advise to go to your general practitioner, have a conversation about them if you have been experiencing the symptoms of depression for over a period of a month. You could potentially also see your um, your clinical psychologist who can be able to help you on an emotional intervention. So maybe you could be finding it difficult to essentially, um, you know, cope with the day to day functions and they can be able to help you manage this. You can continue to either see a social worker, a counselor or even a coach who can help you manage your transition into this new life as a mother. So these are the people that you can contact in terms of treatment let me get into the self-help tips self-help tips knowledge is power i always say when you know what you are dealing with you know what to do so knowledge is power educate yourself as much as you can share your feelings it's always important to be surrounded by other women you're not alone motherhood transition is difficult but the important part is just being able to speak to someone who is experiencing the same feelings If you can't speak to your friends or you don't have a great support system, there's always a coach, there's always different organizations that can always help you in this transition you're experiencing. Increase your positive contact. Support system is so important during this transition. We all need someone to support us. We just need someone to hold us, hug us, just to help us even smile. What you can also do is set attainable goals. Being a mom is a challenging transition. What you can always do, it's always important to put even five minutes. So for example, set attainable goals for yourself. Let's start with five minutes. Five minutes to affirm yourself. Five minutes to stand in the mirror and smile and say, I am beautiful. Saying to yourself, I am trying my level best as a mother. Even if you feel like crying, allow yourself this five minutes. It's all you can do. I call it the check-in check-in technique this is so helpful the check-in technique how it goes about ask yourself what am I feeling why am I feeling like this and how am I going to solve this start there five minutes exercise is important essentially doing a walk around the house is important eating healthy is also important not eating healthy alone but trying to eat intangible amounts small tangible amounts so eating an apple drinking a glass of water is important okay avoid drinking alcohol mommy i know sometimes it's helpful but if you're new mommy alcohol is a no-no or you can essentially join a support group untatily has a phenomenal support group for mothers so i think it's time that you know as women we start that platform to essentially allow each other to have a support system whether you are mommy or not a female support group is always important. Having girlfriends to chat to. Let me now get into anxiety. What is anxiety? I know a lot of people sometimes get confused with understanding what anxiety is because most of us do experience anxiety, believe it or not. So, what is anxiety? It is a feeling of worry, concern, or even fear. Look, we often have these thoughts within ourselves, whether your mom or generally, you're not a mom. We all experience these feelings of worry about a particular phenomenon. We also have na- it's a natural response to our body or of our body due to stress. We all experience stress it's part of life. We have good stress and bad stress. But when it starts impacting your body in a very negative way, it's something to be concerned about. What are the symptoms of anxiety with anxiety you normally would experience it um for one day or a month so anxiety doesn't last longer than a month you would experience it it, the first day it would go away or for two weeks or you would experience it for a month that is the length of anxiety the feelings of anxiety rather so the symptoms are as follows. Feeling of frightened. Sometimes we do feel frightened, but these feelings become excessive. Racing heart, chest pain, dizziness, difficulty breathing, tingling, numb, tingling feeling of numbness in the fingers, toes, or the face. Or you may experience hot flashes or even cold sweats. So any of the following symptoms, you would have to experience them even in one day or over a period of a month, which then is important. What are the causes of anxiety? Look, the causes of anxiety are similar to of depression, but we need to understand that our day-to-day experience can increase our anxiety. So what are the causes of anxiety? Family problems, loneliness, lack of support, financial problems, health problems, lack of resources to finish a specific task, lack of stimulation or balance essentially. The important point of motherhood is learning to balance. I always say that you can't give on an empty cup. It's always important that you fill your cup as a woman so that you can give out on what's on the source. As a mother, you know this is a necessity. If you're having a newborn, it might be difficult to keep the balance because of the late nights, early mornings, breastfeeding, and other things that you need to do. But it's important, like I said, to be able to maintain the balance. It might be difficult at first, but we can always learn by taking one step at a time. Now, let's look at the treatment. You still need to continue to see your GP or your psychiatrist or see a psychologist or seeing a counselor or essentially seeing a coach who can help you manage the anxiety stress. My self-help tips to mothers is to always take time out. Yes, it is difficult, ladies. But it's always important to take the time out for yourself. Taking time out for yourself means sitting there for five minutes, reading a magazine, taking a walk, doing something that you like for yourself to be able to fill your cup. Breathing exercises. You can do this while you're feeding your baby. You can essentially do this while you're playing with your baby. Essentially, breathing exercises would contain breathing one to five. I mean, counting one to five, sorry. One, two, three, four, five. Yes, in the beginning, it might be challenging and you might not feel helpful, but trust you me, it is the practice that makes it much better and easier for you to be able to do the breathing exercises. Last but not least, focus on something. So even if you go outside or you stand at the door and you look at the sky, you're allowing your brain to focus on something other than the actual stressor. So then this will alleviate the anxiety. It's important to take care of yourself, ladies motherhood is a beautiful transition yes it comes with stress but it is always rewarding when you see your child smile remember taking care of yourself is essential i'm going to leave you with this every morning when you wake up even if sometimes your baby is crying or whatever is happening in your life always say to yourself good morning beautiful remind yourself that you are beautiful we can only take one step at a time to affirm ourselves yes it would be a challenge but let's get into this religion and saying good morning, beautiful. Because you want to remind yourself that you are a beautiful woman and you're a beautiful mom. All the best, ladies. Thank you for listening.
0: And that was Mahalia Ignite Coaching. I hope you guys know who she is now. You guys know what she's about. And I hope if you guys are going through any of the symptoms that she mentioned above you guys will not hesitate to contact her and let her know what you are going through so she can help you out well guys it's very very difficult lately especially dealing with this whole pandemic situation around the world you know what I'm saying um some mothers aren't being able to get that me time because the helper is not there Or because certain family members aren't there That are always there to actually help mothers Throughout the day Every time they need a break You know people, Some people find mothering so easy And they don't understand that This is a full time job This is a 24 24 hour 7 job <laughs> You know what I'm saying It's a lot to do It mentally drains you And it physically drains you That's why some moms don't even bath you know what i'm saying and you get people that judge them for going to the store without bathing these people don't understand that you know guys there are certain things that you forget when you are a mother you know you may you mainly focus on making sure that your child has eaten making sure that um your child has bathed you know making sure that your child is a hundred percent before you actually put yourself first and be like oh my gosh did i eat or did i bath it's not about us anymore. You know what I'm saying? We have another life that's depending on us, so we need to look out for that life before we look out for ourselves. And such things actually uh, takes down our self-esteem as mothers. You know, because people do not understand that we can't do everything all at once and do it perfect. You know, everyone has their own mothering technique. Everyone has their own way of dealing with things and stuff they are slaying moms out there they are moms that manage to look good and manage to keep their kids good as well and there are some moms that are just really really struggling on trying to balance out being a mother probably trying to date trying to have friends at the same time and you know sometimes a child is so time consuming where you be like oh my gosh i don't have time for anything anymore because because you have a baby You know such thing such things lead us young mothers into depression and we actually feel like oh my gosh we have nobody to speak to um this is one of the reasons why i created uh, our imf support group so that mothers do not feel alone out there if you feel like if you've been feeling a certain way for over two weeks come forward speak about it let's help you you know let's hold each other's hands those that have been through depression those that have been through anxiety will be able to speak to you and give you some self-help tips that could help you you know we never know we are different maybe my self-help tip won't help you but somebody else's self tip will help you You know what I'm saying? We are very, very different because some people actually get diagnosed whereby they go to the doctor for these kind of things. And there are people that just self-help themselves. You know, people go through uh, yoga. Some people meditate just to try and handle the anxiety or handle the depression. I personally haven't had a friend that went through depression. You know what I'm saying? But I've seen on my timeline that there are people that are actually going through these things. And some people the depression gets so deep that they end up committing suicide and some people even end up going on drugs just trying to block the the demons that's speaking to them about self-destructing you know what i'm saying and it's very very difficult it's really really not easy guys we need each other let's let's be open with each other let's be able to speak you know Um, people have made speaking about our feelings such a taboo thing whereby we fear to speak because we're going to be judged it's going to be that thing that oh my gosh this one is weak you know because she's feeling emotional about something like this and that's not even the case sometimes they just need an ear they just need you to say don't worry it will be okay you just need to sit down and listen and try and understand where they're coming from instead of judging uh, another one without knowing exactly what the real deal is you know so let's create a safe space for our siblings let's create a safe space for our friends and our sisters as well to be able to speak about their emotions every time they're feeling sad you know let's not brush their emotions off because after all communication is factor how are you going to know that somebody is going through something without being able to communicate with that person briefly and be like you know what dude let's sit down let's talk about it how long have you been feeling like this i mean it doesn't take time it doesn't even take money just to check on a fellow friend that you see is probably having a hard time i mean from what I've realized that is that you can actually see posts from these people that actually have an issue you see the posts you see they are slowly dying but what I hate is that people don't reach out and as well they fear the victims they fear to speak about what's going on And that's really, really not dope. That's something we need to scratch out, we need to be able to be free and speak to the people that we call our friends and the people that we call our family. You know what I mean? Guys, that was a lovely, lovely topic that I was able to actually learn a lot from. I learned quite a bit from Mahalia's voice notes. And I love the fact that we are opening up the doors for these kind of situations. You know what I'm saying? We're making it easier for people to speak about their difficulties when it comes to these mental health issues you know, since it's Mental Health Month, which is May, and this is uh, the last week, if I'm not mistaken, of the Mental Health Month, and yes, um, as well, I'd like to play you guys a very lovely voice note from Nondumiso she has been diagnosed with depression, and she will be letting us in on her journey, tackling depression, you know, from her being diagnosed, and from how she's learning to live with it and on an everyday basis and how she's coping you know and what was said to her during this difficult time in her life um maybe some of you guys have experienced it maybe you guys haven't you guys are still hesitating on actually trying to go figure it out so maybe non story could help you guys on finding a conclusion on what you you dealing with and what you're going through you know so for me for this week that will be all i wanted us to just drop down anxiety and depression podcast you know because it's one of the issues that are really really killing the society lately you know and it's a topic that we don't try and focus on more often than i feel that we should so, for me, I am signing out and thank you guys for tuning in. I will be posting all of Mahalia's details on my social media platforms and you guys can hit her up and you guys can mingle and share life ideas and flourish. <laughs> for me, that's Anta. Good night and God
2: bless. My name is Nuntumuso Khatebe and i live in Soweto, rockville i suffered depression for four years the upside to this story is that i according to how my therapist used to call me and my psychiatrist i'm actually a recovery patient i have recovered my depression yes there are still triggers they and there as depression is a mental thing so it will not go away it is like it's 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 like an alcoholic you know you will never fully recover from it you are still recovering from it as they say so yes i do get some triggers there and there but it's entirely up to me um how to fix it and how to get through with it so that I don't go back to the state I was. Uh, how it started is actually an odd story. Uh, it started from middle school till high school. It was basically four years uh, when I had depression. I had depression for four years. Um, so what happened was uh, my depression occurred because of the transition from public to from private to public school i was cocooned i was in a system or i was raised co- um, in a cocoon to believe that everything is as is according to the way it should it, everything is black and whites. there's right there's wrong there's no shades of white to black no no there was if you what i think is right everybody think it's right and when i think it's wrong everybody thinks the same so when i had to um move to get different people and um, to get exposed to different people because i remember there were no christian schools at the time for high school and the ones that were there they were not primarily primary registered to the education system so basically i had to do an extra year just to get into the field of um the normal curriculum of education so that was a hassle for my mother so she was forced to put me into a public school okay uh that is where things just turned out for the worst <laughs> i didn't have a strong emotional backbone A physical one yes emotional one no i so everything was confusing at the time I, i i i was exposed to people having that different religions and i was confused as to why would people be okay with having a different religion apart from christianity as the way i was taught and um as well as people i was in a public school so obviously there were teenage pregnancies that was also mind-blowing for me because i didn't understand how at a young age did you find yourself being at a certain position where so everything was so confusing and nobody gave me an answer I couldn't speak to my mom about it because she was forever busy. So my world came crashing down. So my mind went into a twist and it's like a malfunction. I just, I just, I just couldn't handle. And my mind just went into this phase of what if this whole time you've been living a lie? And that's where things just went south. I couldn't focus, I couldn't understand, I couldn't adjust. My me adjusting was the most hardest thing because I didn't even know what depression was. Um nobody talked of depression at school. So I didn't know if there were groups for people who had what I'm going through. Um as, as, as I've said, I had an, I was emotionally unstable. I didn't have an emotional backbone. So any small thing, I would cry. Any big thing, any small thing, um, like maybe a small problem would make me really angry. A small heartbreak would make me cry. So I was emotionally unstable and nobody helped me. Yes, there were support groups for people who were depressed. Um, but because of a public school, some people think you're faking it uh, to get attention. So I didn't have a support system throughout my uh, middle school. So it that's how it recurred all the way till high school. Now, in high school, it worsened. It worsened because you were growing up. I was growing up, I was seeing things I didn't understand like teenage pregnancy uh some of the students uh that i attended with they weren't living with their family they were living with their lovers um teachers and students were in romantic relationships it it gotten worse at that point at to what is what is this world i'm in the world that I was in before was pretty straight simple it's either your parents were together or not it happens because love is a universal thing it's you can't have a definite definition for it but when you are young you live with your parents or your single parent and your parents co-parent or can't co-parent due to whatever if your parent is still alive or not uh and you grow under their wing and you protect yourself until you're old enough to make your own decisions but here i am in a world where everything is made it seem like okay what i was told was a lie you can live with your partner even though you're in high school you can't have a child with someone you know you can commit adultery is that okay you know things were perceived normal and that just that that shook my world and it made it worse i started the way i was so confused and conflicted in myself i went sick my whole body started to shut down yes it might be mental but some depression and some types of depression actually become so chronic that you lose uh, functions of your body and that was mine it's because remember i came from it from middle school all the way to high school so i started getting darker sicker uh maybe flus headaches um i had this other illness where my whole pigmentation went completely i was so dark my lips were so red and i couldn't see and i couldn't function my appetite was off and i forever had headaches um oh yeah then i developed a an infection in sti because of the unhealthy toilets i didn't know at the time so my so things were just confusing and when i went to the doctor they told me no i have a sexual issue i was like how can a person who's never had sexual intercourse with anyone have such a disease so i felt like where is my god at that time of confusion why doesn't he send someone to assist me to see to show me that this life is not for you to just adjust in so yeah that was my life with depression I, it got chronic i had to be pres- prescribed pills cuz even my ox uh, my blood levels my red blood cell levels went low so i had to be on pills i had to be on iron supplements um because i was getting iron deficient And yeah, but at a later stage, you seek out help. Because when you do want help, eventually you will seek it out. I was tired of being sad. I was tired of crying. I was tired of feeling alone. And I was tired of being confused. So, at first I seeked help in the wrong places. So unfortunately it 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 messed with my religion so i had to leave the whole spectrum but eventually from my trial and errors i went to seek professional help and it was a great disappointment to my mom because you know i've been living um this life of coming home and sleeping which for her felt like okay my child um, is living a an okay life, she comes home, she does what she has to do, and she goes to sleep, and she goes to school, but, basically, I am not okay, so, uh, I had to go to therapy, I had to be, uh, psych- uh, evaluated, again, and then, yeah, I started getting the step-by-step programs to get into the field. So that is my journey. Um into my whole depression and um, I just feel like it was better um recovering than still day.